to the K Heartfelt Experience Podcast. This is a brave space where we explore everyday experiences through spirit-filled conversations and gain wisdom and knowledge to get us through life. We will laugh, cry, pray, challenge ourselves, and more than anything, grow in love. I'm your host, Kianda Hester, and I can't wait to share this experience with each of you. This is so exciting. Um, I wish you guys can like understand how my heart is like beating out of my chest and I can barely breathe. (laughs) Um, I have literally dreamt of this, dare I say, for years now um, to genuinely be able to share uh, something that's been in my mind uh, for so long. So Before we get started here on this platform, uh, I want to introduce myself. I really want to dive into that uh, and just kind of give you guys a little background and why I'm doing this. But before I do that, I think it's imperative that we pray. Now, if you are not a believer in God and you have come across this podcast, I'm asking you not to just uh, click this off, right? Pray to who you believe in or just stay on and keep an open heart and open mind and open ear Um, because you never know uh, where your blessing or where information can come from, uh, what vessel it can be. So um, I challenge you to stay on and and rock out and join this, uh, you know, join this ride. Um, And then if you feel like it's not for you, do your thing because that's your business, as Tabitha Brown would say. All right. All right, um, so I'm just going to lead us in prayer really quickly. Heavenly Father, I want to thank you for allowing uh, us to have this space and this time. We ask uh, that you come into this space, Father God. We know that if there is two or more, uh, then you are here. And I believe that there are two or more listening, uh, Father God. Um, Holy Spirit, have your way. I pray that uh, whatever plan that I have, you override. Because we understand that there is a there is a mission. And my goal is to glorify you, Father God, in all that I do. So, Whatever plan I may have, Father God, I let it be aligned with your will. May my intentions be clear. Um, Holy Spirit, wherever I lack in uh, words, I ask that you come in and you uh, fill them up for me. Father God, I also want to just ask that you put a hedge of protection over our listeners today and over the message that uh, you have put inside of me to kind of come out. Um that if they're driving or if they are wherever they are father god i just ask for uh, a hedge of protection over them ask for peace to fill their to fill their spirits um and i ask for them to be able to feel your love because you pour love into us every single day i want to thank you for your grace and your mercy i want to thank you for your daily provisions um and for those who are in a bad space, Father God, I am praying, I am praying that they seek your face. I'm praying that they open the door that you are knocking on um, and let you in. I pray that faith increases. I pray that we are all anchored, Father God. And again, may this conversation be covered in the blood of Jesus. I thank you and I glorify you uh, in your matchless name uh in jesus christ we say amen 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 i said quick but ain't i don't gotta be quick when it comes to god all right (laughs) so um 
how did we get here? How did we get here? <laughs> um, <laughs> all right, how did we get here? So first, let me say, like, I introduced myself. This is the K Hartfield experience. How did I come up with that name? Uh, I'm going to be very honest with you guys. So years ago, years and years and years ago, I used to go by Kitty Hello Kiki on my social media. Excuse me. And um, I remember going to a studio session for the first time. Anybody who knows me knows I have a huge love for music. Um, I thought when I was younger, I was going to be a singer. I do believe that the Lord would bless me and I'll be able to have an EP one day. Um, but at, for right now, I'm on a different path, right? So <laughs> I went to a studio session and the, I, I'm actually going to tell you guys. So my friend Maria plugged me and was like, oh, um, you know, she can do this vocal or whatever for you guys. It was a, it, it was a producer named Dot. I think his name is like Hitmaker Dot. Yes. Um, I remember when I first met him, I went into like this basement of a, of a home. Um, you can tell that they kind of built it from the ground up. I told him that he, he reminds me of like Kanye West. He's like, I get that all the time. Uh, and I was supposed to be doing some vocals for another guy that I guess was like in their camp. And I did the vocals. I know I did horribly because he was like, you can do better, you know, uh, um, like, be louder here. And I, I know I was sounding exactly the same. You know what I mean? Like I was trying to be louder and I didn't know what I was doing, but I'm so proud of myself that I went. And I remember hitting up my ex at the time and was like, I need a new name for my social media. Anybody who knows me knows I dream big. Okay. Like you can't tell me this is not a global podcast that everybody is listening to. And I will always move that way. I I, I go big and then scale down if I need to. But usually I'm big. I, I, I think big and I do try to do things big. Um, And so I was like, I need a new, you know, thing for my social because basically I felt like I can't be out here with Kitty Hello Kiki. Like I need to do something better. And the first name that he gave me was Kay Hartfelt. And he was like, because I think that it truly uh, encompasses who you are because you do, you lead with your heart. You, um, it's your heart that's, you know, most amazing. And I remember like, wow, thank you. And I, I, I don't know why, but it resonated. And I, I had this name ever since. I feel like that was like in 2008. Let me not lie to y'all. Was it in 2000? 2000 and I'm not really sure 2000 maybe 11 10 2010 2007 like that I don't know probably I, I feel like 2008 wanted to come out but I feel like that could be wrong too anywho that's where that's what it was so um so yeah and I stuck with that name. I branded that name. I'm not going to lie to y'all. Sometimes I think I just wanted to change everything to Keonda Hester. Growing up, I've had issues with putting my real name out there. I think it's like, you know, you grow up in the hood and you're, you're kind of taught to be private. Don't put your name out there. Don't put your last name out there. Like, you know, I don't know if anybody else grew up like that, but I know I did. Like, 
we ain't put our business out there like that. So I never really put my name, <laughs> like even my, I used to have a Facebook and that wasn't even my name. Like it was another name. Now Facebook and all these other platforms are so professional. This is what people do that it's like, it's, I'm adjusting. Anywho. Um, so yeah, so I've always had this dream of doing a radio show, believe it or not. I remember when I got my friends together to, I had a different name. It was actually something along the lines of like the real, the, the real or the real talk or something like that. And my sister did a logo. I had my friends come on and we were supposed to do like a YouTube thing. And that was back in like 2000 and, uh, I don't even freaking know, 2000. 11 12 13 or something like that that I did this I had my homeboy Wendy Preston come in and do like video footage of us and I've always had this thing about disseminating information uh to people and helping people and guiding people and bridging the gap of like you know people different people of of different minds and and different walks of life in a way right and just kind of lifting people up in some type of way and um, eventually this evolved into the K Heartfelt podcast. Um, I also do another podcast with my children. Um, and when I say children, not children that I have had the blessing to birth into this world. One day that will happen. My husband is coming. I believe it. I receive it in the name of Jesus. Um, but... My children through purpose is what I call these are the kids that I've counseled for over 10 plus years um, and that I'm still connected to to this day. And the Youth Talk podcast is a space in which I give teens, uh, you know, this is a space where I give teens uh, the right to kind of have hard conversations and kind of guide them through it. So it's on Apple. It's on Spotify. I'm going to get it in other places as well. But definitely go check out the Youth Talk podcast. Season one should be up by the time you hear this episode. Season one, because it was I do it with children as I used to work inside of a school system. Um, so South Bronx Academy for Applied Media is I did season one with them. Um, if you are interested in me coming to your school and teaching your children uh, different communication skills and things like that, um, please go to my website, kheartfelt.com and link with us so that we can go to our contact page and, you know, write me and, uh, we can figure something out, a package. Uh, it's a, it's a lot of work and the children learn a lot and it's kind of like a media team in which I kind of come into the school and kind of do some fun things. And to be honest with you, it's counseling all in one as well. So it's a very exciting. It's a small group kind of that I do. Um, and that team will become a part of the podcast team. And your school, if you want, can be can maybe have, you know, season three. Season two of the Youth Talk podcast is coming out soon um, with some alumni students from South Bronx Academy, which is very excited about. And we're kind of getting that together now. But for the meantime, definitely go enjoy uh, season one of the Youth Talk podcast. Um, yes, uh, that was a nice plug. Huh. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so it kind of birthed into that. I've always wanted to do interviews. I hate this idea that um, your experience starts when you become like quote unquote famous or a celebrity or some sort. And I just feel like that's not really how it is. I feel like all of us are living experiences that um, 
should be told. Some of the experiences we think shouldn't be told, but I think there are lessons in every experience that we go through. And I can't wait to interview some of the most important people, which is each of you. You know, like all of us are important. All of us bring value to this world and we're all connected. Um, I can go into different Bible stories uh, about why, how we're all connected. But for now, I'll just say that um, we are. And I can't wait to tell these different experiences and the different pull different lessons and, you know, um, out of them so that we all can have wisdom and kind of go through life a little bit easier than harder if that makes sense I hope that makes sense um and I believe that the bible hasn't isn't finished being written if that makes sense like I think we the bible is our foundation it's our blueprint but we are replicas like our stories our testimonies are replicas of what our what we have in that foundation in that blueprint so I think it's important that we continue to tell our stories so that it's documented and our children and children's children um will know that they're not alone with these experiences and that we can I don't know why this is coming to me but we shall overcome (laughs) All right. Um, So how did we get to this point, right? The main, this kind of goes into the topic, right? How do we get to this point? Obviously, it was God. It was G-O-D-A. I've been watching Wu-Tang. So I want to be like M-A-T-H, right? So I want to like make it like G-O-D or J-E-S-U-S-C, man. Like Jesus, Jesus. Yeah, I get the point, but... How did I get here? God, right? (laughs) But I want to go into fear versus faith, right? Uh, The main topic is fear versus faith or fear over faith um, or faith over fear is better yet to say. Um, So yeah, so let's just kind of explore what fear is, right? And what faith is. So I'm just going to read some definitions. Fear is a tool of the enemy, something I found online, right? Fear is a tool of the enemy to stifle our confidence in Christ and to distract us away from God. Christians who struggle with fear often have a sense of unworthiness and anxiety that God is upset with them or angry at them or false belief that they can never make uh, up for or correct their past failures. And even if you're not a Christian, fear is... I, I am a big believer that it's definitely a spirit. Fear is a spirit of the enemy. Um, and I used to write all these poems about, like, how fear has, like, stifled me or grabs me at the feet and, like, drags me back. Because I use, or, like, puts his hands over my throat and um, genuinely just... Um, silence my voice and I truly believe that my voice is a gift that God has given me Um, for counseling for whether it's when I sing whether it's when I am just having a conversation with someone I've had a lot of people tell me that there is power in my voice and I'm finally 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 believing it so um 
So yeah, so now when we look at faith, faith is simply a trust in something that you cannot see. Uh, while fear is an emotion caused by doubt or anxiety. So, so I feel like for a long time I have been walking around saying that I have faith. And I think there are ways in which we all, there, we do have faith. But when you really look at it, sometimes we only have faith as far as what our eyes can see, as far as what we can control. Um... And, and I feel like that was my story until I was challenged. You know, I, I follow with um, Transformation Church. That is my church. My pastor is Pastor Michael Todd. I am a proud uh, Transformation Nation member. Um, and I would, I have to say that those sermons really, really um, brought a lot of clarity in my life of bringing me to a space in which... Um, in, into a space in which my faith has grown, my relationship with Christ has grown. And I can't wait to share all those different experiences. But to just kind of stick on faith and fear, um, I guess I'm going to go ahead and just be kind of like hot, uh, humble, open, and transparent Please note that there's a difference between transparency and honesty, right? Honesty is someone asking you something usually and and you have the chance to be honest in that situation. Transparency is, you know, somebody didn't ask you and you are openly willing to tell what's going on. Um, so I always am saying like, I want to be transparent in this moment or in this moment in time. Um, yeah. So, what story am I going to tell? Um, I will talk about, wow, I'm not going to load you guys. I'm a little nervous to talk about this, but I am going to move in faith because I don't know how this um, conversation will go. And I do believe that sometimes when things make you uncomfortable, uh, you are supposed to lean into it because I do believe that fear, uncomfortability, um, pause. When things make me uncomfortable, I usually lean in and, and, and do what is making me feel uncomfortable. If I'm usually, if it's comfortability, I feel like it, it's in the realm of the enemy because the enemy always wants us comfortable. And I feel like stepping out and doing new things is always sometimes is usually uncomfortable. We like our comfort as human beings. Um, it's easier. Um, Sorry, I have this like ring light on and it's like blinding my eyes. Um, yeah, it's it's uncomfortable. So we just, we want to lean in, right? We want to lean into what makes us uncomfortable. And right now I can honestly say that telling this story is a little bit uncomfortable, but and only a few people know, but I'm going to dive in. So I have had the dream, like I said, to do this show, do podcasting, work for myself, um, 
build so many different businesses that I'm not going to go into, but I've had these visions, clear visions. Anybody who knows me knows I've talked about this for years. Um, I used to work at a job and write, like do like doodlings on papers, like random receipt papers. And I would genuinely tell people like, keep this because it may put your child through college. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like um and be I'm, and I'm like so serious with it like you think I'm playing but you should really save this piece of art you should really save the fact that I wrote my name on this piece of paper and I wrote you a note because when I make it uh this may put you know you this can benefit you like this will be big for you and it wasn't to belittle anybody else it was just at that time I was strongly believing in myself um And then life happens and knocks you down. Boy, I tell you, Um, I went through so many changes, so many things. But recently, I've been blessed that throughout the pandemic, I feel like I was drawing closer to God. I remember writing that 2020 would be like my like God. I think I wrote down like God can change my life within a year. And I'm not going to lie. I thought that finally I was going to get the push to do all these things that I've been saying and and wanting to do. But my biggest year, my best, most successful year was 2020 because I got closer to God. I was consistent with God and I got to be I got to discern his voice and I got to discern um, how to move and what he wanted me to do and you know so and and reading his word so it it, that's that's what the most successful thing was for me because I think that as much as I was in these phases of conquering fear right there was times when I was like no I'm I mean there were times when I was definitely afraid to just start this project just to start I was definitely afraid um then I remember in 20 like early I was like I remember feeling like I feel ready. Like, God, like, I'm ready to do this. Like, I want your promise for my life. I want to do this podcast. I want to jump in. But something in my spirit was telling me not yet. Not yet. And I'm so excited that that happened because God was purifying me so that I glorify him. Because I would have got on this show and I would have made it all about Kianda. I would have made it all about, <laughs> um, you know, getting to a, a space of six, what quote unquote successfulness, getting to a space or, or make it maybe about money. But all things that I do now are to ensure that I'm glorifying God because I'm his servant and I'm here for a time to bring people closer to him as much as I can or to just peak interest, like whatever it is, you know, um, that's my purpose on life. And I do that with my children through purpose. And I do that with anyone that I talk to. Um, you know, I'm a regular degular schmegular girl. And I think that's the beauty of it all is that I can't wait to really dive in and sh- t- talk to you guys about how I got to this point. Because you think you have to be some type of way. I can't wait to talk to you guys about all the <laughs> crazy things I thought when God just wants to meet you where you at. He just wants to love on you exactly where you are. Um, so I'm going to be real. Y'all going to be all up in my business. And I am hella nervous about it. I ain't even going to hold you. But 
Um, we're going to do this thing. So back to the point of what I'm like not getting to. <laughs> so all of you know that we're in this, still in this panini, as my kids would say. We're still in this panini, Miss Kianda. And we, obviously, they. I used to work for the DOE. I used to work through a private con, like a, uh, I used to work through a nonprofit in a DOE. And, you know, they put these mandates down saying that in order to, in order to work inside of the building, you had to be vaccinated. So I had honestly, from the beginning, I saw this coming maybe about 2000, yeah, 2020 and early 2020, a little bit before then, there were no, uh, notions that were coming out about this whole vaccine. I had been following it, knowing that it was coming down a pipeline before they even put us on lockdown. I knew before when they was going to put us on lockdown, all that good stuff. Um, so when it, when the information came out, I was like, nah, I'm not with it. But I also remember saying like, God, I don't want to be stubborn and just be in a space where I do something because I found this information and I just want to stick to it. I want to make sure I, brought, I bring it to you. So I brought it to God and I would tell people like, if God knocks me on my head and tells me to get this vaccine, I will do it. You know, I will obey my father because I don't believe that I am of this world. I am just a nomad here. Um, my home <laughs> comes later when my father returns, right? It's, this is not my home. Um, so I don't always subscribe to things that go on here. And that's just me being honest. So I was like, God, if you tell me to do it, I'm gonna do it. God didn't give me nothing to get this vaccine. I ain't gonna hold y'all like not a inch, not a glimpse, not a nothing, not a not a nudge, nothing. There was nothing in my spirit for me to go ahead and get this vaccine. So and I'm gonna be honest with you, it was nerve wracking to even mention that because there's all these stigmas to get around it. And I don't condemn, I don't uh, condemn anybody or I don't judge anybody who decided to get the vaccine. That is your choice. I know a lot of people who did not want to get it, but their livelihood was put up and they have kids, they have, and though some of them were like, I wanted to protest, but I couldn't because it's in our clause that we can't do that in the DOE. And, you know, I wanted to do this and I wanted to do that, but they got to feed their children. You know, <laughs> they had to do what they had to do. Um, and I do not blame anybody. I do not judge anybody for doing what they felt that they had to do. I just know for me, I couldn't get it. Um... And, you know, somebody says something to me like, yeah, because if I buckle down now and do something so drastic like this, when does it stop? Where do you draw the line? Right. Um, so. Obviously, I'm out of a job <laughs> because the DOE, you had to get your you had to get your vaccine. And I did not. I chose to I chose to leave. It was me and like four, three other people, honestly, from my job. And crazy enough, I want I do want to say this. I feel like the support from the school was absolutely amazing. How they supported you, how I felt like there's such a family there. The organization I worked for, my direct supervisor was supportive. She was understanding. 
Um, but I feel like there was nobody who came down and was like, Hey, you know, like maybe from higher management, just saying that we understood or anything It was a little weird, but not for any, you know, not for anything. Uh, it is what it is. So, but I want to be honest and say this, I had a feeling that even if the mandates didn't go through that, I still was supposed to leave. I only told like three people that. And I cried because I was scared, y'all. I was scared out my mind. I was scared. Like, even if these mandates don't go through, I truly believe that I'm supposed to leave. And this was my time to finally step out on faith and do all the things that God has finally given back to me. Because there's there's dreams and stuff that we have that we want to things. There's things that we want to do, but it doesn't glorify God. It's only to feed our egos, only to feed our flesh. And for me, there are th- dreams and visions that God has given me, um, given me back to say, like my daughter, like, you know, like my hand is on this. Like, I'm telling you to do this thing. This podcast, the You Talk podcast, these are these are some of those things. Um, and that's very exciting. Um whether it's just for a moment of me just stepping out on faith and doing it and you guys never hear from me again, like whatever it is, I'm just trying to be obedient. My goal is to be obedient like Paul, have faith like Elisha or even obedient like Abraham um, and actually be bold like Paul, be faithful like Elisha, not Elijah, but Elisha and I mean, Elijah, he was OG. He was, he was pretty faithful. He was pretty faithful too. And be obedient like Abraham. Um, so nonetheless, 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 uh, I felt like the easier way out was for the, through the whole mandate. Um, thought there are so many people who are going through this situation where they're out of a job and they just don't know what to do. But I do believe that you're, if you are in this situation, um, take a step back and pray. Um, and I'm going to give you guys some tools that I've recently learned from a pastor named Robert Morris in regards to praying that, uh, really came in handy for me as I, your girl had to leave a situation, uh, really, I was, I was low key in a relationship and I had to leave it. And, um, person wasn't a bad person. It's just that it wasn't a part of God's promise for my life and, in order for me to hear clearly, uh, I had to get buckled down into praying. And uh, I want to give you guys the tools in which he told me. Um, but before, so I'm stepping out basically on crazy. And before we get into that, I'm stepping out on crazy faith with um, the situation right now. I... I'm strongly facing fear because throughout this process, God had prepared me before the pan, before the, the vaccines came. I kind of was saying like, I'm not going to take it. So this is probably my time that I'm going to get to start doing certain things. Um, there was some preparation. I feel like the school that he had placed me in, it was such an amazing school and how they organized. And I, I learned so many skills that was going to be able to incorporate into my personal stuff. Um, so I watched, sorry if, if I'm all over the place a little bit, but 
I watched the sermons, the crazy, right now we're in crazier faith. If you haven't watched them, you should go back and listen, watch crazy faith and kind of jump into this sermons of crazier faith with Pastor Michael Todd and Transformation Church. And he talked about vacant vision. Now, anybody anybody who knows me knows that I'm a journal head. Like, I write down everything. I'm a journal hoarder. Like, I, I love journals. I write things down. I used to carry a journal around with me at work just to write down everything that I'm feeling. I believe in writing. That's another way that God talks to me is me writing all the time. So I had took the time to, like, really write out everything that I have vision for vision for my family vision for my spiritual walk with god vision for my finances my marriage my um business everything everything that i can think of my purity as i am you know waiting till marriage all of it i wrote it all down and um such a blessing to do And I had looked at some old notes where I used to do like accountability meetings with my, with my friends. And one of my notes said that in 2020, my goal for 2021 was to be, or 2020, was it 2021, right? Because we did the accountability meeting in December, January. 2021. So yeah, I wrote down that my goal was to within a year be able to quit my job and work for myself. <laughs> um I don't think this is a coincidence. I am going to say this. When I when you talk about fear, fear is the when you talk about fear and faith, right? If you are saying that you have faith in something, but you are controlling the outcome, you're standing in your own way. God doesn't want you to have control. He wants you to trust him that he's going to have you. I knew I was walking and overcoming fear when my anxiety wasn't peaking at the fact that I don't really know how I'm going to pay rent. In certain situations, I don't. I have some saved, some things saved up, but I genuinely don't know what's to come. You know, like I genuinely don't know how this is going to pan out. Um, I don't. And there's a beauty in a, a uh, there's a beauty in that there's there's this resting in my heart because I truly believe that I, I'm giving it to God and I'm putting God on front street and I know he's going to make a way I'm going to obey the things that he told me to do I am dil- diligently doing it um, sometimes I have issues where like he'll tell me to do like two things and I'm out here trying to create because remember I told you I, I think big so I'm trying to create all this other stuff but he just told me to do those two things right like he told me transfer this and create this website and here I go well let me add this on here and let me just do this decoration here and let me da 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 and it's like it doesn't have to be perfect before you get started just start and you can start doing it as you go um Heck, I know this podcast is is, is going to get better as time goes on. Like the personal, the, the K Heartfelt Experience podcast is so much more p- 
personal to me because number one, I'm putting, I'm being brave enough to put all my business out there, right? That's number one. Number two, um, I think there's a level of when you have something so sacred in your heart and your mind, you trust it. You you trust to nurture it, you know? But when you put it out there into the world, you know what I mean? Y'all, some people are savages, like savages. Um, and then you dive into people's opinions. But I think there's a beauty in the space where I'm at where... I'm just getting back to key, you know, like I don't really care too much. And I'll be, I'm pretty sure I'll be tested, but I will show and prove tested mother approved. Oh, sorry. <laughs> anyway, I'm, I'm squirrel, like squirrel. So remember that kicks commercial tested mother approved kicks. Wasn't even good, man. Well, kicks wasn't that bad. What was the one that really wasn't good? I don't know. But tested and God approved. Da dun dun ding. Um <laughs> so yeah. I, I know I'm pretty sure I'll be tested, but I'm really excited to embark on this. I don't know how things are gonna happen. I don't know what's gonna come, but I cannot wait to share the ride with each of you. If someone out there is going through a similar experience and you want to uh write me, go ahead and um uh go to the kheartfelt.com website click on the K experience blog uh, and comment under this specific um, post so that we can discuss it. Um, We'll love to hear. Um, If you are interested in doing an interview with me, please definitely reach out as well. I can't wait to reach out to people. There's so many people that I want to interview, but yes. So there's a level in which you know that you are kind of getting over your fear if you can control it if you can control the outcome you are not walking fully in faith faith is really something that you cannot see that's why we walk by faith and not by sight um you if you are walking in fear i push you to put your thoughts on trial and really determine like is it really as bad is something is really as bad as it may seem like is it what's the worst that can happen if you go ahead and follow the dream that you've been wanting to follow for so long right um i always say give it to god i am truly 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 blessed like that i went through this process i'm yeah there could have been times i probably could have done things down uh, a lot earlier a lot sooner but then my testimony would be different. (laughs) And maybe I couldn't help someone who is probably going through something similar right now who was like, I've been feeling like I want to do it, but I'm so scared. I don't know where to start. I didn't know where to start either. I still don't even know how to start middle finish. Like, but I'm finally, finally just jumping out here because I know without a shadow of a doubt that my father is behind me. He's giving me the green light. So he is with me and there's nothing to be afraid of because he made me the way I am. He gave me the gift that he's given me. I don't care if there's 50 other podcasts out there. What I do know is that there's nobody like Keonda Andrea has to. Oh, I just said my full name. Hmm. I may take that out. I ain't gonna hold y'all. Y'all need to know all my business. Dad, what is somebody like looking for me? 
Ugh. Anywho, there's nobody like me. <laughs> Dag, this is how you know I am intimate with y'all right now. <laughs> Jiminy Crickets. Um, I may keep that in. I don't even know. Anywho, um, there's nobody like me. Um, and there's nobody like you. God made you perfectly in his image. God made you perfectly the way you are. It's life that, you know, tries to strip us of our power, of our strength, of our gifts. And, um, sometimes I think the way that we can get back to understanding what that gift is, is going back to the person who created you, right? Like when you buy a new radio, you don't go to uh, the chicken spot and ask them how to fix your radio, right? You go to the manual, you go to the people who created it, you figure that out, God created you. So go to the manual and the manual is the B-I-B-L-E. <laughs> Dang. I really want to fit this in. Y'all got to watch the Wu-Tang show. It is so good. All right, let me focus. No, seriously, 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 though, the Wu-Tang show is really freaking amazing. Like, I am obsessed with that show. Oh, it's so good. Shout out to Dave East. Shout out to Dave East. That's from the East Side, Harlem, all day. Every day. If anybody don't know, I was born in Brooklyn, technically, raised in Harlem, and now I reside in the BX. You feel me? But I rep Harlem all day, every day. You already know. What up? <laughs> all right. <laughs> Let me stay focused. If you are still rocking with me, shout out to you because I know my attention span be all over the place. Actually, I rebuked that. My attention span is getting better, 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 better. So, your gift was given to you from God. Um, so, go back to God in regards to getting things started. Each and every one of us has a dream. And it's never too late. Genuinely, it is never too late to get up on that thing and do that thing and have that thing thanging. All right. <laughs> Seriously. Um, and sometimes we think we need so many different opinions and you got to be careful who you give your gift to, who you tell these things to. You can't just be telling everybody named mama and then what they'll do is deflate your confidence. You know what I mean? So you got to be careful in who you give your gift to trust your intuition. I call it the Holy Spirit. You may say intuition, your gut. Trust it. It will guide you. Okay. I made a vow. I made a vow not to play around, play it safe with uh, this life because God gave me this life. This is God's life, right? And he's giving me all the, the instructions to do all these crazy things. So how dare I try to play it safe? He trusts me. He trusted me enough to give me the vision. He trusted me enough. So all I need to do is trust him, right? All I need to do is do what I can and allow him to do the rest. Do what I'm told and he will fill in all the other spaces. So I'm out here on Crazy Faith sharing my 
experiences with you guys. I'm going to invite you guys in to share your experiences as well on this platform. And I'm so excited to see where this goes. Um, uh, so all in all, let your faith be bigger than your fear. It's not to say you won't move into this world and be a little shaken up, right? But you're going to do it scared. Um, you guys got to stay prayed up. So I'm going to give you guys a few tips and tools, I guess, to kind of get back to things, right? First, write your vision down. Write it down, 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 make it clear. Especially if this has been like in on your mind, like I wake up with this dream like every day. So like, I mean, for years, y'all, I've woken up with the same dream. I've dreamt of myself on the breakfast club. I've dreamt of myself on all these different places and platforms and like y'all don't even understand and it's these visions have never like left me they've only gotten bigger and bigger so um I'm coming after all God all that God has promised me you you feel me you heard so write it down and then I'm going to talk to you guys about praying right so one thing is set an appointment with God right I get up very early in the morning I, and I, that's me setting my appointment. I know everybody says, well, I'm really busy. I'm so busy. I don't think I have the time. Like I'll be trying to pray, but I don't have the time to do it. We make time for what we care about. We make time for what we feel is important. That's why sidebar to the sidebar to the sidebar. Any guy who's like, or a girl who's like, they don't have time. Listen. They really probably just not that into you because the reality is that we really, really, really do make time for what we care about. We do. I've seen people work 50 jobs and still do all the cutesy pootsy stuff for their loved ones. Um, Just like we do it for our kid. There is time. You may have to sacrifice something and you have to figure out whether that is worth the sacrifice. God did a sacrifice for us. So is it worth you making a sacrifice for him? If you got to sacrifice a little extra sleep, because that's what I had to do. If you got to sacrifice not watching your favorite show, because that's a part of your routine. Oh, like for me, my self-care is General Hospital. I ain't going to hold y'all. I love to figure out what's going on with Sonny and Corley and Jason and all of them at a certain, like at night. I love it. Like, that's my thing. That's my judge, right? But... God comes before that. So I'll sacrifice that because God is my self-care. He gives me peace when I read his word. So don't say you don't have time. Make the time. If you have to sacrifice something, do what you have to do because he's worth it. Is it worth it? Let me. Okay. So make an appointment. Set the time. Then you want to be still in worship. Sidebar, I also got this information from Robert Morris. It was a YouTube and it really blessed me um, recently. Like I told you about that relationship and maybe I'll share that another time, but we'll figure that out. Um, you want to be still in worship. So for me, I will play some music and um, I'll start writing and laying things down, right? 
Like I lay down whatever may be burdening me in the in in that moment. If there's something on my heart that's taking taking up my time to then to focus on God, I'll kind of write that down and give it to God. Right? Do my best not to pick it back up. I write it down. Lay it at His feet. Lay any burdens because they say to lay your burdens at His feet. Give it to God, and you know, you shouldn't be worried. My my mantra this year has been pray about everything, worry about nothing, and be grateful for it all. Be grateful. Even when bad things, bad times come, be grateful because you know you're going to get out of it. God always comes through. He's a promise keeper, a way maker. He does not, he does not lie. The enemy lies. God don't lie. My papa don't lie, right? So lay it at his feet. Then you want to pray and read, right? So you can open up the Bible to anything. Like literally the other day when I went on this journey um, where, I, where I really needed a word from God, I closed my physical Bible and literally opened it back up and it gave me the most perfect scripture to embark on everything that I'm doing at this moment, to be brave enough, to be courageous and brave and strong enough to be obedient and be able to do this show right now. Like I, I want to cry and I'm pretty sure I'm going to cry after I record this, after this is done, because I can't believe I'm finally doing this. Um, but God gave me the strength, right? So open up the Bible, find a scripture and you start reading. You're going to start reading the scripture, right? Whatever stands out to you, Right? Uh, read the scripture, pray what's on your heart, whatever stands out to you, you're going to write and you want to listen. So these are, I already went through, these are four steps. First, you want to make an appointment, be still in worship, right? Set the atmosphere for God to kind of come into, to your space. All right. God not going to come into your space. If you, uh, listening to WAP or you listening to, he's, he may not, uh, I, I can almost get, you know, that's just probably not going to happen. I mean, we can, you know, we can debate on that, but I'm, I'm yeah, it's not. So <laughs> set the atmosphere for him to come in, right? Uh, David used to play the harp for, for, to bring peace, like set the atmosphere. Um, then what you want to do is, like I said, pray, you want to lay certain things down and you want to, then you want to read the word, then you want to listen and write. So whatever you feel like the word is saying to you. Even if you feel like, yo, this, this is crazy, but I think this is what God's saying to me. Like, like, I don't, like, I don't know. This is weird. Write it down. Whatever you think God is saying to you. God knows his children. He knows you. He made you exactly the way you are. Like, I used to be like, how can I love, like, how, how can I be bold with, with God and boast about him and still be Kianda? That was already a part of the plan because I am who I am. Yes, I have an attempt, like I jump from subject to subject. Yes, I sing. I have my, my people at work used to say I have singing Tourette's. Like this is who I am, right? So I'm still me, but I'm just have a, a fire for God right now. Um, So he knows who you are. So he's going to speak to you the way um, he's going to meet you where you are. He's going to speak to you the best way he knows to get through to you. So whatever it may, it may sound crazy, whatever, just write it down. Be still, listen. And when you're listening, you're listening to you because when you're writing, you either going to hear God's voice or you're going to hear 
what he's saying to you, whether it's in like, it may sound like your conscious or something, but your spirit, I know for me, it's all, it's always in my chest. Like I can feel it and I'll know, uh, you know, what I'm supposed to do. Um, write it down and then what you think God is saying to you. And then if there's any confusion, again, you just pray about it, write it down and keep asking for clarity. Then you need to do this consistently. You cannot do this for a day, get your message and go about your business, right? It's like you stepping out of the protection. You want to stay focused, stay focused, stay on the path. You want to do this consistently. Be consistent. Consistent is the key. Be consistent in this. Um, and I can almost guarantee you, I can guarantee you, you're going to see results. You got to stay consistent. Do these different things. Don't worry about, oh, but I don't know. It doesn't look this way or it doesn't, it doesn't look that way. You, you can put a cover over your over your head in the bed and do this. You can go into a small space in the living room. You can wait till everybody's asleep and do it in the middle, whatever. But set your appointment and do what you have to do. I also encourage you, one of my last points, um, actually, I'm gonna give you two more points. One point I'm gonna say is accountability partners. We have this thing where we think we can do things alone and we cannot God gave me that testimony a long, long, long time ago. Um, we can't do this thing alone, right? So find people of faith or people that you just trust and genuinely love and ask them to hold you accountable. You may start embarking on this journey, but if someone truly, truly loves you and they don't maybe believe in what you're doing, if they really love you, sometimes you never know. You don't have to tell them everything, but you just need to know like, hey, can you call me and wake me up at this time? You know what I mean? Like, I'm trying to do something better. You may spark something in them that they've been wanting to do, they've been thinking about, but didn't know how to say it because they feel like it's awkward or it's weird. You know what I mean? So get accountability partners. I don't mind you guys. Like, I want. I always tell people, like, hit me up. I'm here for you. But, <laughs> I, you know, this it's going to be a lot of you who won't be listening. I believe in and receive it in the name of Jesus. So I can't do it for all y'all. But, um, <laughs> you know what? Maybe I could set something like that up, though, where... We hold different, ah, see, here go my mind working. Anyway, I'm going to figure that out, though. I'm going to figure out a way that people, if you don't have a space in which you are, you don't have real accountability partners, yo, go to kheartfeld.com, go to the contact page, and put that in the, the subject about accountability, and write me. Tell me what's going on, and I'll try to I'll try to reach out to you, and I'll also maybe try to connect you with somebody. Maybe I can just be a liaison to connect you with somebody else who can hold you accountable, who wants to do a good deed, because you know I do have the National Good Deeds Day Foundation that I am building, um, and that's kind of the basis of it, right? Uh, we'll get into that another time, but so yeah, have accountability partners, and then I kind of want to just express to you guys understanding the writing the vision down right something pastor todd taught us just the other day in vacant vision it was a part of, it was like part five of the the crazier faith series vacant vision and he talked about the six advantages to vision i'm gonna tell you and I, I did this on my instagram the other day and i want to say it to you guys the six advantages are one it gives you energy two it the vision eliminates excuses right? When you have clear vision, anointed vision, it gives you energy. 
It eliminates excuses. Three, it regulates who or what you entertain. You don't got time for people who ain't with the with the, you know, who ain't with the what's up, who ain't (laughs) on it. I don't know whatever way to say it, but you know what I'm trying to say, right? Your vision illuminates the exit. You know when you got to get up out of there. And your vision frustrates the enemy. The enemy is tight, tight. (laughs) You man. (laughs) The enemy's tight. (laughs) Nah, he mad, y'all. Like, you mad. (laughs) You mad. Like, nah, you mad. You tight. Um, (laughs) The enemy, it frustrates the enemy because, bruh. You on it, you on it and you protect it. You feel me? If it's a vision anointed by God and you got the energy, you know what to entertain, what to not entertain. The enemy's uh, strikes against you are falling under your feet. The enemy's supposed to be under your feet anyway. We have authority over the enemy. That's number one. But that, but see, that's, that's the vigor you get. You realize that like, oh, fear what? Fear who? Excuse me? <laughs> no, <laughs> we're not. We don't do fear over here. Like, you know, so... It frustrates the enemy because they can't get to you. And then number six, vision produces endurance. You may get knocked down, but you'll keep getting up because you know the end goal. You have planned and are working towards a vision that you believe in and you believe that your father has given you that promise and you moving towards it. You feel me? This resonated with me so much. And I was sitting there like, Kiana, you've had this vision for mad long. Why is it that you don't have the energy to get up and kind of like bust it out like you want to? Like I've had lazy peaks. I've had moments where I can't get out of bed or bruh, consistency, accountability. I am in like three Bible study situations. I meet one monthly fellowship monthly and I do one Wednesday and Thursday. Why? The last time I was in a situation like this where I was pushed out of a job because God wanted me to move into a different space. I got depressed and I didn't get out of bed. I just got depressed. And many people who know me, I I am known as the person who pours into so many other people who's always there for other people. But I, I remember that depression. It was bad. I didn't eat like that. I, I literally stayed in bed like all day. Um, and just felt broken. Uh, and lost honestly and scared I had bad anxiety I will never forget that time and I think that that's what's also pushing me is because God got me through that so I know he's gonna get me through whatever I'm about to embark on always remember that your father came through for you before there's nothing he can't do we we sometimes we forget we go through another trial and we forget how he stood by us before how he got us through yeah I used to wake up with anxiety like like I'm not even gonna hold y'all like even even like thinking about it right now is like making me ugh, ugh. like so um remember what he can do so write your vision down remember to pray consistently have accountability partners I have these people in place I have I push myself to be in these groups and make time for fellowship because if I didn't have anybody then I could, I, I'm, I'm opening myself up to the enemy and I'll be darned. You feel me? So people are hitting me up. They're checking in on me and I'm so appreciative. 
Ain't no, I don't go backwards. I'm only going forward. You feel me? And, and you will too. I believe and receive that for you. Um, so yeah. So yeah, let your faith be bigger than your fear. I pray that everybody walks by faith and not by sight. Um, and I hope that you listen and wrote down maybe all the things that I just spoke about. Um, I'll try to put links and stuff in on my, on my website for you guys to look at the videos and stuff. I'll try to compile all this information to help you out. Um, yeah, so I hope I was helpful. I hope me sharing my experience and being transparent with each of you has maybe inspired you in some way. I'm hoping that there were some nuggets of wisdom, uh, knowledge that can help you ascend to where you're supposed to be in life. Please remember God, God made you the way you are for a reason. You are absolutely amazing. You are not your circumstance. You are not the trauma that you've been through. Um, ask God for strength and he will give it to you and you will overcome. We shall. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> I know I got to be serious. Um, just sing it with me one more time, guys. Come on. We shall overcome. We shall come. Say what? We shall come. All right, I'm done. I'm really done. I'm I'm about to get off this. <laughs> I'm about to stop. Thank you so much for coming and listening fully to the show. Um, thank you for being brave with me as I share my experience. I can't wait to embark on the rest of this journey with each and every one of you. Um, pray for me and I will continue to pray for you. And as we, you know, go out, why not? Let, let us pray. Father God, I ask that the message that was put out uh, for your children, I ask that they received it. They believe it. I pray that they will go and do the work. I pray that um, their ears are open their hearts are unhardened and and they are opening the door for you to come in and fix their life ain't nobody can can't nobody fix uh their lives like you can father god like nobody um we thank you for the sacrifices that you've made you gave your only begotten son for us and we pray that uh your children if there are sacrifices that they need to make, that they would do it to make sure that they set an appointment with you so that they can hear you. I pray that each and every listener gets comfortable, gets bold and reading their word every day. Consistency is key. I pray that they are anchored in you, Father God. I pray that they do not drift. I pray that they continue to walk in the spirit and not in the flesh. I pray that when they are tempted, we pray that they are tempted, they turn to you. They turn to you, that they that they know that they have authority over the enemy and the enemy is under their feet, Father God. I pray, I pray that this protection stays on them. I pray that they call out your name. I pray they invite you to so many spaces, Father. Um, I pray that and I believe that in, in the name of Jesus. We pray and we believe and we receive it in the name of Jesus. And uh, we say, amen. Amen. Thank you so much again and again, a million times over for joining myself in this K Heartfelt experience. Don't forget to leave with love and um, be the light.
Peace.